Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. That don't make sense. Just, if if it say record on the thing, bro, just hit record. Goodness gracious. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And we are here to give you reviews and takes on the movies and television shows that you love to love and love to hate. I think that was a good one. I like that. All right, cool. So uh, what's going on with you, man? <clears throat> Can't call it, man. Uh, another day of potting, another day of waking up. So, man, that always means it's a good day, man. Getting ready for uh, getting ready for a little vacay for me, mm-hmm. uh, stepping out of the state for a little bit at the end of the week. So, uh, ready for that, man. But how you feeling, man? On your uh, 31st, well, 34th, I don't yeah. know why I said 31st, 34th birthday. I said it again. <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, you uh, didn't. No, I'm saying I would take 31st, but nah, man. Uh, everything is good, man. I don't feel no different. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, I ain't gonna say it's just another day because it's definitely not. But you know, yeah. I don't feel no different, man. You know, it's it's 34. I guess we'll see how it pan out for the rest of the time being until 35. But you know what I'm saying? It was a good day. Got to hang out with my mom and my kids all day. So that was you know what I'm saying a, a fun fun time. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna do something special today later on today at least. And shit, that was it, man. That's what's up, man. Oh, I did a new thing, bro. This year, you know what I'm saying, I did not, well, I ain't going to say I didn't, but usually, you know what I'm saying, I go out and drink with my boys and all that. I ain't really do that this year, man. I mean, I had a few drinks, but it was like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't nothing too crazy. But yeah, this year, bro, I decided, you know, not to do nothing like that for my birthday. I just, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to, to kick it and chill, man. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf in life. I ain't nothing wrong with that, man. <clears throat> that all come with, you know what I'm saying, the older you get, I mean, you're always supposed to grow. You know, life is full of growth, <clears throat> mature, you know what I'm saying? So, man, I can't even tell you. I mean, honestly, man, I just finally really, really started, like, kind of acknowledging my birthday, man. I think that when I yeah. hit, like, 30, I think when I hit 35, it was more like, shit, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm 35 years old, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, because... And I mentioned this before because some people tend to think that I'm weird, but it's just like I I didn't grow up with with birthday parties. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I've only I remember having I only had like one birthday party. You know what I'm saying? And I was I think when I turned six or seven, so it was just like you know. And then like people always told me my birthday was so close to Christmas, so nobody never celebrated it. So nobody did. So I didn't. So it always mm-hmm. became just another day. And then it was like I hit thirty five, and it's like shit. I'm really 35 years old. So it's like, maybe I need to start, you know, because like Charlemagne always say, age is a blessing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, I acknowledged it when I was 35, you know, hit 36 and now I'm 37. It's just like, you know, I'm three years away from 40. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's a blessing to still be able yeah. to be here. And so, yeah, man, I, I, I'm starting to take my birthdays a little bit more serious, but I never really like hung out with friends and stuff. Like I never... Like for like, like I remember, I can remember two times, one time with my ex-wife, 
she had took me to uh, Atlanta for one of my birthdays. Yeah. Like, I think when mm-hmm. I was like 31 or 32. Mm-hmm. And um, it might have been my 30th, now that I think about it. And then um, my girl now, she took me to Gatlinburg um, for yeah. my 36th birthday. And like those was like the only two times like I really like celebrated, you know what I'm saying, my birthday. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm gonna try to well, I mean it ain't really on me if you think about it. Unless right. I get like well, my dad, yo. Yeah. Listen, yo, my dad throws his own birthday parties. Like I had Respect. to get on him though. Because see, this is the thing though. See, my dad used to hang around all of these, you know what I'm saying, just dudes that ain't got no money. And mm-hmm. like my dad he always called himself the mayor of Grill, right? Because, oh, okay. like, <laughs> because he he's like the most popular, like out of his little clique or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he'll he will sit there and throw his own birthday party. He'll buy all the beer, he'll buy all the stuff for it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Dad, they supposed to be doing it for you. Like you don't supposed to do hey, that man, for them. I'm gonna tell you though, that's a that's a great idea because you cannot complain about your party after that. Because everything is on you. Every everything is on you, but then it's, I told him the way I look at it, it's kind of like you. Even though they was gonna come anyway, it's yeah. like you kind of paying them to hang out with you on your birthday. And nah, I'm you, like, it's more so. I, I mean, I see how you saying it, but I'm saying like it's it's more so you paying to make sure you enjoy that shit. Because I, I I've done the same thing before. Like nigga, I've I've said, hey yo, let's go meet up at a place, and then I paid for everything, and was like, yeah, all right, cool. I mean, I, I feel you. I feel you. But I guess because and then another thing I don't like about birthdays is the fact of like, you know, what I'm saying you kind of like if you're having a party, you center of attention because mm-hmm. it's your day. Yeah. And I don't like being center of attention. So right. it's kind of like, ah, I, don't want, I don't want no birthday party. Like, I'm, I'm kind of getting that. But see, OK, so I grew up I grew up totally different. Right. So like I used to always have birthday parties. Like we would like have a real like it'd be a real live birthday party like it'd be a pool in the back you know what i'm saying we barbecuing music playing balloons cake all that shit like i used to always have birthday parties and then you know what i'm saying like as i got older we would i mean we still have birthday parties but like the pool eventually disappeared you know what i'm saying everybody still barbecued of course you know what i'm saying music was playing and all that but the only thing that kind of disappeared was the pool and then like half the time because i was older i wouldn't even be there until like later in the day so like everybody would just be like congregating in the house, and then <laughs> we all be like at the park hooping or some shit like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it it end up like that, and then we come back, and then you know what I'm saying had cake. We all chill at the house after that. But yeah, the older I got, it was it was more so like a it just became like a hangout thing. It wasn't even really like a party party. It was just everybody just came and hung out. You know what I'm saying? And then um shit like after a while, bro. You know that once you get like twenty something. It all that shit changes. Just you go out to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mom. Oh man, my mom took me to uh, what's that shit called? Saki. Is the uh, hibachi grill? Uh huh. Fire. Is that man. is that where they like cook cooking in front of you, front of yeah, you and stuff? Okay. That shit was amazing. Yeah, we got a couple down here. We got uh, well, the biggest one down here is uh, Miyabi's, mm-hmm. and then I will say after that, it's a place called Campa Tokyo. Okay, and then the one that's up here, like close to where we at now, is called Dozos. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that that should be cool. And like then the we kids got a, like to see it. Yeah, that you know, what I'm saying it was uh, me, my sister, 
my mom and then uh my sons, we all went and shit. And then we got the real cook this time too. Like, cause the one the first time I went, I went with my little cousin in uh Cincinnati. We went to the one he always go to with his girl. And the dude, I guess the cook was new, so he ain't really do all like the tricks and shit. Oh man, he ain't flip the egg into the hat and and, and in the uh, in the front pocket. Yeah, that nigga ain't do none of that shit, man. That nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga he kept trying to flick food in my in everybody's mouth. I'm like, man, go on. He did that shit to me. I caught him. I don't do that shit, brother. <laughs> so I'm like, my little cousin caught that shit though. I got that shit on video. He caught that shit. He tried to act like he didn't. I'm like, nah, nigga, I recorded. I got you. But nah, so we went to the other one. You know what I'm saying? And dude did that, but he started doing the tricks. He did the egg trick. Nigga, he spent the egg on the fucking frying pan, picked it up with yeah. a spatula. I was like, oh yeah, this lit. And then he did something to my son. He grabbed one of the like the uh the bottles mm-hmm. and he acted like he fell over and squeezed it and his little string came out. Everybody jumped back like that. <laughs> I, was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this lit. <laughs> I was like, this is it. This is the one. Oh yeah, that's that was the best birthday dinner I ever been to, but that shit was fire, bro. That shit was all right. So that's uh yeah, man, we had a good time doing that too. So I mean, yeah, this was a great birthday. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You know what I'm saying? It ended up being an alright little birthday, man. I got to kick it with my family and shit, so I really ain't got no complaints. That's what's up, man. Glad you had a great time. Hell yeah, man. So um, let's get into this. What we watching, bro? Yes, sir. Right, that was a delay like a mother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, what you got, man? Oh, what I got, man, the movie that just came out last night. I watched it, Um, you know, since we are a couple hours uh, later than we usually are. I was mm-hmm. able to get this movie in. Um, Came out on Hulu, that brand new Predator movie, Prey, man. I was able oh, to get that yeah. in last I night. I, um, <clears throat> I like what they did with it. It's, it's kind of like the origin stories because it's it's about the uh, I was about to call them the wrong name. It's about the Native Americans. Um, okay. So it's like back in like I think it said 1742 or something like that. Oh. And true. so yeah, so you know it's no t- it's it's like and it's showing you like when the predator got dropped off here. You know it's showing you it's showing him hunt and then it's mainly about um this one <laughs> this one Native American girl. That's because, uh, you know, back then, you know, the girls, you know, they get food and they cook, and, mm-hmm. you know, all that type of stuff. And all the dudes go out to do the hunting. Mm-hmm. Well, she wanted to go out and hunt. And like, so her oh, brother. Yeah. So her brother was like like that guy, like he was the one that was, you know, known in the camp of the one that, you know, does the best hunting. And, you know, he uh, brought a, a, a lion back and they <laughs> celebrated him. Well, it was a female lion. Uh, it wasn't huge, but you right, know, a lion nonetheless. Like, yeah, but she tried to do it, and she ended up, you know, what I'm saying, falling and hitting her head, and he had to carry her back and all that type of shit. But anyway, um, so the pre- it's showing you the predator. Uh, the graphics is, you know, what I'm saying, even though the graphics was pretty good for the one that came out in the '80s, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, you know, the him being invisible part, mm-hmm. the graphics is insane. It looks really, really good. Um, it's showing you him and a bear getting into it. The bear, the bear had him for a minute, and then he took over. <laughs> so, hey, so if uh, you see him in the woods with a grizzly bear, don't help him help the bear. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, you know, I'm seeing people saying it's the best one since the first one. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of people went was very disappointed with the last few Predators that came out. But I mean, it it, it wasn't a great movie. Yeah. But I mean, it was good. I, I I would still have people, you know, if you into the franchise, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I would say go ahead and watch it because it, it's not a bad movie. It's just, you know, how much they've been promoting it. It's kind of like you thinking like this shit is gonna be, you know, what I'm saying it's gonna be really hard. But um, but it's good though. I mean, I still would tell somebody like you, like you know, what I'm saying give it a try because you'll probably still fuck with it. But uh, okay, okay. But that's what I watch, man. I watch Prey on that's Hulu. Up, so okay, my what we watching is a little bit different today. Um, I know we, you know, what I'm saying we usually talk about movies and television shows, but you know, I, I know last time I came with the with the um, companion pod and all that. But listen here, man. Uh, <laughs> go on YouTube. Okay? okay, there's a channel called Mountain Rug Cleaning. <laughs> I Mountain know. Rug Cleaning. Mountain rug cleaning. I have been watching this for the last four days. This shit is amazing. It's rug washing and restoration. This is the most amazing stuff I've ever seen in my life. These niggas take the worst of the worst type of rugs. I'm talking about rugs that's been outside, rugs that's been in dirty houses, that's been in like hoarder houses, all kind of stuff, bro. Like animals trashed it, like all these kind of rugs, and they bring these rugs back to life. They wash them. They got a whole process that they go through. Man, I've been watching hours on hours on hours. I've I probably watched like four videos, maybe like eight times already. But I've watched about at least twenty videos of this shit. This shit is amazing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but this shit is amazing. And then in my second one, my second one, and this is I just got into this. But when you get on YouTube, look up horseshoe replacements. And they show you how they replace horseshoes. I've seen that. Yeah, oh I've, I've seen that. That's crazy. Bro, it's so captivating, bro. It looked like it hurt, but. <laughs> That's what I said, too. I'm like, bro, I'm like, that. the horse don't move or nothing. I'm like, yo. Like, I'm talking about they digging out the dirt. They digging out all the cud and crud and shit. They taking the horse. I didn't know that they nailed the horseshoes onto the hoof. Yeah, I've, I've watched. I've watched those. Like the thing about social media is it'll get you caught up in like a lot of shit. Because yeah. like you watch that, and then like the next next video, it'll show you like like a sheep getting like a haircut, mm-hmm. and it'll show you that machine that they use to cut their hair and like yeah. to cut the horses. Like I, I get into those steel videos for some odd reason. Yeah. Like when they be like cutting steel and like mm-hmm. making shit out of it. Like I get I get captivated in that. But oh, like if we, um, but if we get caught down that road though, yo, I'm gonna start following this one it's nature something. You yeah. know how I am with tornadoes. Dude, these oh, tornado shit. videos. Yeah. Oh my god, man. And then it's just one video, man, where it's like you can see the tornado, right? And like mm-hmm. the dude is standing at his back. His back door, he got one of the back sliding door joints. Yeah. And like he has a white fence, and you see the tornado. 
and the tornado's getting closer and closer. Then it rips up his fence, and you can hear him say, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> he he runs. Like you can see the camera. He turned the camera. He's running through the house trying to hide because the tornado. I feel bad for him because the tornado. I mean, dude, it's coming to hit his house head on. Damn. And it's just like you can see because you're thinking like, oh, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. And like he took off running, but it's cra- dude. I am so I be on these tornado videos, man. Like yeah, man. crazy, man. YouTube will get you. YouTube will get you. But I do got an actual show too, um, because I'm glad you said something about um the metal thing. They got a show, and I'm late as hell. I didn't even know this. They got like hella seasons of this shit, but it's a show called Forged in Fire, and yeah. these niggas make um like swords and shit. So they they get they get like a specific type of weapon to make, right? Or a, a a certain style of weapon to make, and then they basically get them. It, it's like have you ever you know what chopped is? Everybody know what chopped is. You yeah. know how on chopped like they pull some shit out of the box and be like, "This is what you got to cook with." That it's the it's the the metal version or the sword version of chopped. So they bring out all these like metal pieces, like this is what you got to make your sword with. So. They give them all these materials to make the sword. They go through it. Now on chop, they got three different rounds of um they got three different rounds to, you know, cook different shit. On this one, they got basically three rounds to make their sword. And they don't they don't go like uh they don't go like how chop do. Instead, what they do is they make their sword. And so once they make their sword, they put the swords through different tests. So they put like through a bending test, through a slicing test, and all that. But like these dudes done made like uh, Nordic broadswords. They done made katanas. They done made um, a whole bunch of like different. You know, say so, like they done, they made the English swords that the knights and shit use. Like bro, this shit is amazing. Me and my son was sitting there watching that shit, bro. We went through about like two, three seasons. That's how good that show is. It's called Forged in Fire. You can find it on like Netflix, Hulu. It's a bunch of different places. I don't know what the original station for it was, but you can find it on like Netflix or like Hulu or something like that. But it's a dope show. <clears throat> man, I feel you, man. Like, but like, but I'm telling you about Instagram, but see, mm-hmm. it ain't the like the stuff that you would think would captivate me. Like, like I see people. Okay, right. Some people would just be strolling and they'd be strolling through a whole bunch of bullshit, right? Yeah. Like there's this one, it's called Scary Period Underwater. Mm, oh yeah. Yo, man, yeah. I'm I'm seeing some fish and shit. And yeah. like, dude, it's like I can see why people are so fascinated with you know what I'm saying yeah. underwater I watch, because I watch anything they got to the, the, uh, deal with the ocean. Man, it's some weird looking fish out here, man. And yeah. then, like, I be I started following this whale thing, and like, yo, man, they be up under there fixing sharks because, like, mm-hmm. sharks will get like like stuff stuck in their teeth. Mm-hmm. Man, they be going down there pulling stuff out of their teeth. Oh, man, yeah. I'm like, look, y'all is wilding. I was like, but I'm glad y'all doing it instead of me because it's fascinating to look at. But it's like, yeah, watch been, watch um killer whales or orcas or whatever they call. Watch that shit when they get when they in the pods. You talking yeah. about the most pettiest animal in the world, bro? These motherfuckers, they they travel in like they call them pods, but they travel in packs and shit, right? So mm-hmm. like when they about to uh when they about to kill something, they beat it up first, they jump it first, and then they eat it. 
So like <laughs> these niggas be like following, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers when they be, you know, doing their little travels or whatever. These niggas ran up on some seals. And they they swam behind the seals, right? And so at first they're they're uh swimming behind them and then like they branched off to the left. So they go they branch out to the left. They swim super faster than them and then they curve back out to the right to like catch them at an angle like mm-hmm. they like they about to tackle. So what they do is <clears throat> they go after the the slowest one. So the whoever trailing in the back, that's the one that's going to get caught up. So they catch it and what in the way it do it is the first one go and the first one tackle it out of the you know what I'm saying like out of the group and then to single it out out the group. And then the next one that come up behind it, it'll go down and it'll come up and push them out the water. So once it hit the water, another one to come in and tackle it again. And they do that like six or seven times to it. They basically push it up out the water and tackle it as it's coming down. And then mm-hmm. they eat it. Yo, it's crazy. That's the craziest. I'm telling you, bro, it's it's the craziest crazy. shit I've ever seen in my life. I was like, wow, bro. Like, yeah, they, they vicious, bro. It's some oh, dolphins yeah. like that too. I forgot what they call, but it's some dolphins like that too. Like they'll jump you. They don't eat you though. They just jump you. They got gang banging dolphins, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. They got gang banging dolphins. Like the dolphins, they don't do shit but like whoop on other fish and then just leave off. Oh man, this dude. <laughs> hey, bro. The the mean seas, boy. Yes, sir. So uh let's get into the to the feature presentation, man. Um today we have the movie Alpha Dog. Excuse me, came out of 2006. Um, it's starring Emil Hirsch, Justin Timberlake, Anton Yelchin, uh Bruce Willis, Matthew Berry, and a host of other people. Um, so this movie is basically about a kidnapping of a 15-year-old boy and a bunch of antics go on along the way and they all and they all just end up in a bad bad predicament bro um yo this this was crazy it's it's definitely crazy man to to sit back and think that this whole thing started because of twelve hundred dollars you know what i'm saying twelve hundred dollars from you know what I'm saying this one drug dealer they go by the name of Johnny True Love and the dude uh Jake he had went he he told him the whole story what happened why he didn't get the money and all this type of stuff but the one thing I liked about Jake was because Jake knew Johnny True Love ain't about shit like you could right. tell that like, he he was pampered like his dad was the, was the one that was really like the drug dealer he just kind of had his son take over mm-hmm. he was a self made bitch and Jake knew it because <laughs> yeah. like he tried to talk something to him. He was like, hey, look, I ain't one of your friends. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to yeah. talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? And then he had mm-hmm. to jack him up. He was about to kill Johnny, but Johnny couldn't handle it. And then he go go and kidnap his damn little brother, whether that, that was his half-brother or whatnot. But like mm-hmm. $1,200, my God. And, and, I, and I get it. Because when you in that game, man, like, you know, I talk about this shit a lot because, you know, I do the, the one pies on the 28 minutes. It's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to do a lot of shit off principle, but to but what he did to try to get the money out of him to try to pull a whole ransom and kidnap a kid and ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. That that part is, 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 but then he really had everybody else 
kind of Johnny True Love, man, like the character himself. Mm-hmm. That dude is a bitch, <laughs> like, It's just like, dude, you go, you just riding in the van, and now all of a sudden you is involved in, in a kidnapping and you have no idea. That's just yeah. like that's just like in Menace Society. You know what I'm saying? They went into the store. I'm saying Kane is just trying to get a 40. And now Kane is involved in a is involved with a robbery and a murder. It's just like, dude, I'm just riding with you, and now I'm involved in the kidnapping. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But okay, I got a question. I got a question. I'm glad you okay. said that. I got a question. So <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Let's put you, let's put ourselves in this in this situation. You know okay. what I mean? We just going out to, you know what I'm saying, dude may run an errand or whatever. In the midst of running the errand, the person that you with then commits a crime. Okay. All right. Is it cool <laughs> to tell on that motherfucker? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not gonna lie, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm, I'm giving you up. I got to. Right off the rip. I got to. Right bro. off the rip. I'm giving you up. Like, I, I don't give, to. like, I'm, I had no idea you was about to do If I was Frankie, Frankie yeah. is a ride or die friend. Because like, I'm telling you, as soon as he would have been like, yo, watch the kid. Cause I got, and that's another thing. He going to do all the shit he want to do yeah. and leaving it up to Frank. Hey, let him stay he in the house. Shit. Yeah, he what got baby fuck? shit. I'm taking this motherfucker home. You Man, hear me? No, <laughs> like, I'm not. He's not coming to my house. First off, true love ain't coming to find me. Second, <laughs> we're not, we not about to do none of this. My thing is this. If we going to commit a crime, right? If we go commit a crime, you have to let me know. Exactly. You have, to, you have to you have to let me decide whether or not I want to join you in said crime. You can't just go commit a crime and be like, we gotta get away. No, we don't gotta do nothing. You gotta <laughs> get away, sir. I had nothing to do with it. And then this is the crazy part. It was 38 witnesses. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Mm, mm, mm. And then Frankie ended up, so they sitting there that they 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 snatched the kid up, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Yo, we need somewhere to go." Frank is like, "Yo, my one friend stays over here." They go over to the friend house. Johnny completely is like, "Yo, you know, give me a place to go." They take the kid to the bathroom, start taping the kid up. Dude, come out the bathroom like, "Yo, they back here taping the little kid up." It's just like you gonna go into somebody else's house that you never met. Throw Frankie under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying, but it's the crazy part. The kid, even even early on, he is compliant. There was no need to even tape him up. <laughs> like right, he, he didn't even need to. He would just kick. But see, this is what makes this whole thing, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this movie in the first place because the movie mm-hmm. itself, it's not. But let me put it this way: It's not great executed. Right. Like the cast is crazy. You ain't even yeah. like, dude. Sharon Stone is in here. Yep. Fucking Olivia Wilde is in here. Amanda yep. Seyfried is in here. Like, yep. there's a lot of fucking well-known people that's in this ben movie. Ben Foster. Ben Foster, even though he kind of over overacted in certain scenes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like when he told him, but he got when the dude tried to get him to do the piss test. Yeah. If he do the whole thing, I'm gonna take you to hell with me. It's like, all right, dude, chill out. <laughs> but it's 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 not like the best movie in the world, but like what leaves you in the middle is, and I like how they set it up. 
Yo, Amber Heard is in this. Amber Heard is in this. Amber Heard was in the pool. She was oh, one. Oh shit! That, Alan Thick is in this. Yeah, Alan Thick was um was the one girl that Susan's dad. He was yeah. only in it real quick, but it set Yes, sir. So it, it set it up by showing you how overbearing the mom is, and like he had snuck out and went over to Jake's house, and he was like, "Yo, I will be laying in the bed sleep." And mm-hmm. I open my eyes and she's staring at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, yo, that is weird, but it, it it sets it up letting you know like how much like she really like you know loved her son, but mm-hmm. she was kind of overbearing. She you know kind of treated him like a little kid. And he's yeah. like, yo, I'm 15 years old. So when he got kidnapped, and the way that he got kidnapped, they feeding this dude. This dude, he ain't handcuffed. He got a bed to sleep on. Yeah. He's offering to help him cut weed and help him clean up and all this shit. They're going to parties. He's getting girls. He's like, shit, boy, this is cool. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he, this nigga becoming one of the crew. Yeah, he really wanted to, one of the dudes in the crew. Like, when you watch the way that he's being kidnapped, you really forget that this motherfucker is being held hostage. 100%, like, bro. So it, it's like, I don't even think this have anything to do with like Stockholm syndrome. This is just more of like my mom's got the clamps on me. She don't mm-hmm. let me do nothing. I never get to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I get now. I can get high. I can get drunk. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like really, just really having a good time. But Frankie was so relaxed with it, and he didn't. He was really thrown, dude. He got thrown under the bus like yeah. something crazy because it's like he is the person that really, really have to deal with the kid. And like it shows you at the end, he's like, yo, like, he's like, yo, I like the kid. He's like, man, the kid is cool with all of this. Right. So let me ask you this. Do you think he would have told? No. Hell no. First and foremost, there was nothing for him to tell. He was having fun the whole time. Exactly. If anything, <laughs> he was kidnapping them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is this is to me, bro, this is like. This is like when, uh, this is like taking this is like kidnapping the uh, abuser's like wife or something. Like he beating the shit out of her and everything else, and then you go kidnap her for ransom, and she like nah, like just just keep me here. Like yeah, I'm glad you you know what I'm saying I appreciate this. Like thanks, my boy. Like you know what I'm saying, bro. This not no kidnapping. A kidnapping, you're supposed to have them like in in dire situations, like in a basement handcuffed to a, a a pipe or something this nigga was living life i mean he, living like, he, he basically was in college he took them to that uh oh i forget what they called that one thing uh it was just one thing like where they went down to the main script or whatever and like mm-hmm. everybody was outside he even took them there bought them a beer came out Man, gave them like, a beer. what is going He's on like and then this is the thing he goes to the store he goes to the side he could he could have left at any time and he never did and he never did. And he, he was just did. like, yo, I don't want to make it difficult for my brother or whatever, whatnot. But then at the same time, he's kind of looking at it like, shit, when my brother give you all the money and I go back home, shit, can I still come back come back through and, <laughs> and chill? Yeah, like it, it's it's that's what makes it so tough to actually because this is the thing, there's so many witnesses. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the way that this movie was written, I'm pretty sure they probably did some stuff cinema-wise that 
You know, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure like the amount of stories that they was able to get, I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of this shit is pretty accurate. Well, first and foremost, they're the worst kidnappers ever. Let's just ever. go ahead and say that. Secondly, secondly, who brings the person that they kidnapping everywhere with them? Dude. Like, why don't you have a central location for this motherfucker? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what, what is this? Like, you, you didn't get a, you didn't get like a, a ransom. You got a friend. This dude is a part of the gang, bro. This is more like an initiation. Is it, thank you. <laughs> but this is this is a fun initiation though. Like, yeah, like this sure. is this is like yo, like the initiations that I had to go through, like was way yeah. worse than this. Like anytime, anytime you kidnap somebody and he say, "Hey, you know, what I'm saying once my brother get out of money, I come back and kick it, bro." Yeah, you didn't do your job. Is man, it was it was so crazy. Like going back and like watching it because like. It was like when I first seen it, I was like, yo, this movie's dope. Mm-hmm. And then it's like now going back and watching it, you know, after seeing a lot of the shit I've seen, you know, some mm-hmm. of the acting wasn't as good. Like there was only one time where, where, cause like this was like Justin's, like, I don't know, first or second movie. Like this is when yeah. he first, like, really getting into acting. And you like, this, I think yeah. this might have been his first one. And you looking at it like, yeah, you only got this role because you just a template. Like, For sure. Because I think <laughs> the one after, was this, was out of time after this one? It was, oh, yeah, it was after this. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, out of time is definitely after this. It has to be after this. Because out of time, um, what year was out of time? Let me see here. So, Justin Timberlake. God damn, his IMDb is crazy. Crazy. Oh yeah, you know he used to be a musketeer, bro. Exactly. So he's uh, been on TV. Yeah, he been yeah, he's been on TV. I'm trying to see. Yo, they got Are they, they showing got me the soundtrack? I'm not asking. Dude, they showing soundtrack. soundtracks, they showing yeah, like it's a bunch of shit on here. As an actor, brother. But there was one scene though. And this is the scene that got me. It's a combination of scenes. Mm-hmm. So when when they took him up to the mountain thing, and mm-hmm. you know, he was like, you know, Frankie, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. And he was like, yo, he's like, I got you, bro. Like, you need to calm down. Like, you know, I'm gonna have to tape your hands. I'm gonna have to do this. And it's just like that was it was a real emotional scene because like that kid, he he killed it too. But, yeah. like, even Justin, I was like, okay, this is the first time you actually did a really good acting job was right here. And that was the scene that he had to kill it. But, right. yo, Sharon Stone, when they showed her with the bodysuit on? Oh, yeah. She's yo, right. boy, it almost got me, boy. Yeah, I'm talking about all right. No, I ain't even talking about that. I'm talking about, like, she really... Look and felt like a mother who, because you got to remember, at the bottom of the screen it said that she was in a um, a state facility because mm-hmm. she tried to kill herself, and like even like when she was just talking and she was just like, you know, they say this stuff happened for a reason. He was like, if she was like, if this happened for a reason, you need to come down here and show me the fuck why, you know, and all this little shit. And it was just like, yo, like this is. 
Like this is, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. mean, now, don't get me wrong. Sharon Stone is, you know what I'm saying? She is a, a phenomenal actress for number one. And a lot of people will will look at Sharon Stone and be like, okay, well, you know, she's great looking and this is why she's this, this is why she's that. But, okay, I finally found it. Oh, uh, let me see. Okay, so those are all, yeah, those are all videos. So oh, this dude, oh it's, uh, dude, he, listen. he did Black Snake Moon and then he did the Love yep. Moon. Yep. Those all came out in yeah, the same way year. before out of time. So yeah, and he, he also cool. did he also did Southland Tales in the same mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Those was like more so cameos though. Yeah. Even even what's the name? Even um Black Snake Moan, like he was only in like four or five scenes. Like yeah, he wasn't same, in it, it was that much. With, it was the same thing with the Love Guru too. He only did like a quick little uh stint and then that was it. Yeah, but yeah, but it was really like one of his first movies, and he did not do a real good acting job. But Which is crazy because like he's he's done this shit before. Yeah, I mean he's been in entertainment since he was like eight or some shit. Yeah, that's like this dude, 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 dude won a beauty a beauty pageant that was for girls. Like on, he what? was the only dude you never seen that. Yo, there's a video. It. Yo, my man. Won a pageant. He was the only dude in that bitch. Are you serious? This is a real thing. This is a real thing. He was like 10 or 11 or some shit. I gotta find this. Because okay. <laughs> now, now that you say that, certain stuff is starting to make sense. Like the whole him and Britney situation, that's just starting to make sense now. I get why him and Britney Spears didn't work out. Yeah, because they, they kind of, I think that that was Dude, man, I feel like that was I feel like that was an arranged like marriage type of thing. I think that they wanted Britney and Justin to I, I they really kind of just really put them together because they made that like they was the Barbie couple. They was the real Ken and Barbie. I thought Barbie had another name. But I forgot what it was. But like they was like the real the real thing. And I think that with them being on the, if I'm not mistaken, the Mickey Mouse Club joint and Christina Aguilera, she was in that bad boy as well. But I think that Christina was viewed as the one girl that was like, she had like that bad side. And I think that's why they kind of put him with Britney because Britney, you know, Britney came out with the oops, I did it again. You know what I'm saying? Wearing the little school outfit and all that shit. Christina was more of, you know what I'm saying, she's showing ass and, you know what I'm saying, she's on the front of the Rolling Stones cover but naked with that, with a guitar in front of her. I know all about that because yeah. I used to have Christina it on my Aguilera wall. Was a great, would have been a great pick. It would have been a Britney Spears, though, because she was the bigger star, you know what I'm saying, and at the time she was a lot thicker than Christina Aguilera, like, you know what I mean, that was a good pick, too, but, you know what I mean, like, that shit was arranged. Oh no, of course it is. They all are. <laughs> None of that shit is real for real, bro. Like they all picking, you know what I'm saying? They all get their publishers together and figure out how that shit gonna work. I'm saying like led like down the line. Yeah. Like, yeah, Christina Aguilera. What's the what's the one shit they do in the NFL where they go back and re- do redraft and all that shit? 
Like, if you do the redraft on that, Christina Aguilera should have been the number one pick. Yeah, she definitely should have been the number one yeah. pick. But, um, oh, man, I had just thought of something. You threw me off with the number one pick joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but man, yo, my dude had a threesome, my guy, at 15 years old with Amanda Seyfried and um, Amber Heard. Come on. Okay, let's let's can we can we uh can we talk about this, bro? Can we talk about how they keep trying to push Amanda Seyfried on us as like sexy? They 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 tried, but I think they kind of backed up off of it. I'm glad because, they did, bro. Because like the movies that she got coming out now is she's not even trying to play like the sexy that, girl. But, like I mean? early on, they kept trying to like make they her enticing. Her oh eyes God. are too big or something. Like it's something weird about it. Yeah, she. Uh, but not even that. It's just like she's not. She's not the. She. That's not her. Like she's not that type of chick to me. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Elizabeth Banks, I can see that. Amber Heard, I can see that. Yeah. Amanda uh, Olivia Wilde. Not definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's some of them that they be trying to push on us that I be like, all right, my boy. Like relax, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you, you kind of do it too much. Yeah, yeah. They 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 try they tried to push her uh, early, and I think that even she kind of like grew out of that. Like, nah, like I ain't trying to do because the last few movies I seen her in, like she never like dressed sexy no more. Like, yeah, it ain't even really like that type of thing anymore. Like, she yeah. really, I, I think that she kind of did what she had to do early. Yeah, and then like. Maybe that's not even really her personality. Maybe she was just doing it to get the role, and, and you know, because she was being typecast, and she just kind of went out of it. And she's mm-hmm. really trying to be like a serious actress now. But yeah. it's just like when you think about like the time you had, it's just like, and just how reckless they were. Like they were, they were terrible. Like how are you gonna do a whole party and then yell at the party when Johnny called him and was like, "Yo, dude's going home." He gets off the phone and say, "My boy's going home." It's like, <laughs> who does that? They but do, it, man. The worst then, kidnappers in history. And then, even when when they was in the bathroom, right? And he was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, like I know Taekwondo or whatever." And he was like, "You know, you don't know shit." And then he was like, "I put my man down." Mm-hmm. He could have put you down at any time he wanted, Frankie, and left. Like that's what I'm saying, bro. Even Jake, yo, I'm telling you. I don't know if that was really Ben, mm-hmm. but when he took all those people out at that fucking party. Oh, yeah. Yo. Ben Foster was- seems like that type of dude, though, because that's not the first time he's been in a role where he had to, like, spaz out. Oh, I forgot we can't say spaz out. Where he went crazy like that. Yeah. And then I hate that he that he was, the, like, the dude that had the swastika tattoo on his chest. And, like, he, he also a, seems like he, that type of dude, too. He had a whole Hitler poster. <laughs> he also seems like that type of dude, too. That's that's also, I believe, that's also not the first uh, time he's been in a role like that as well. Yeah, but then also, like, you got somebody, like, and, and I remember, like, it's two people. That people mm-hmm. was like, yo, you play that role a little bit too good. Mm-hmm. Rappaport playing Remy. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, high learning, and Edward Norton playing on that character in America. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like some people, like yeah. Ed I'll Norton see. don't. Ed Norton don't seem like. 
Like that's what that's what he I'm he saying. really he really seemed like uh one of them dudes like if something happened, you know what I'm saying? He kind of like he's real standoffish. Yeah, and and it's just but I see what you're saying because Ben can give you those little bit of vibes. You know who else is like that? And this is one of my favorite actors, Michael Rucker. Yeah. A lot of stuff he play in, he's always seemed like he's a little racist. He he definitely give me the vibes like in the middle of a conversation, he'll call you boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you stupid. For sure. But uh but yeah, like like those like those two those two brothers, man, like they they can really kick your ass. And I just think that Yeah. And then like the Johnny True, like the way that Johnny True Love was portrayed in this movie, man, is it, I think it's hilarious because, like, even the whole the whole scene where where Jake went into his house with his boys after he mm-hmm. got because he knew he was the one who called his parole officer mm-hmm. and they asked to uh, give him a piss test. So he goes over to his house, and my man goes in the bathroom and hide with a the gun. They go steal his TV, and Jake take a shit, a long log shit on his rug. And then the next day, he called all his boys like, yo, I come home, and then I see that all this stuff happened, and somebody mm-hmm. like, man, he was hiding in the fucking bathroom, man, like, like. I mean, don't nobody know but him. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, I came home, and <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling nobody I was in the bathroom hiding. Man, and then, like, man, then Jake almost killed him at the point. And then, that's another thing, like, when you go to somebody else's house and you cause like when he had when he was trying to drown him in that pool, mm-hmm. like and that's another thing that even shows you the rest of the crew. They ain't really about shit either. Because yeah. it's like if 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 we in a situation, we a crew, and you know, either me or you has got our head in the fucking pool and somebody drowning us. I expect for some shit to be done to this motherfucker. Like when I get 100%, up, one hundred percent. No, not when I get. Yo, you see this nigga John me? <laughs> talking about push him in the pool as well or something. Don't just let this nigga drown me. I mean, they, they didn't see it at first. I'm just talking about like once they pulled him off, mm-hmm. like all bets was off. Like they let him go. Yeah, like, you get jumped in that moment. Exactly. He well, has I mean, to be jumped. They also couldn't kidnap, so I mean, like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, they were they were very terrible at kidnapping. And, it was just and like Neil Hurst, aka uh, Johnny True Love, the dude that play him. I used to call that nigga Handsome Jack Black before I realized what his real name was. Why from Speed Racer? That's the only other move I know him. From. Yeah, but he he looked like like if if Jack Black was the like uh, the Hollywood guy, you know what I'm saying? Like if, yeah. if he slimmed down and toned up or whatever, and like. They tried to make him handsome. That's who Emil Hirsch would be. That's funny. I never thought of it that way. He, now like, he really it. looks like Jack Black to me, bro. I can see it now. Yeah. Like if if they was like if they was like we want to make Jack Black into Chris Hemsworth, you would get Emil Hirsch. That is hilarious. I never <laughs> thought of that. Damn, I can see I'm that shit too. You. I'm telling you. That's funny. But it's hold on. So we, we got we gotta get into this shit, right? Let's do it. All right, because I got this shit right here. So 
for the people who never seen or never heard of the story, uh, what ended up happening, like the one dude, look, I couldn't even play the role Elvis for number one. Mm-hmm. They made Elvis a straight up, like he was more of a bitch than Johnny was. Right. But uh, Elvis was the one who, like for some odd reason, had this mad love for Johnny and would do anything that Johnny told him to do. Mm-hmm. So when the whole time when 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 he made the phone call to Frankie and was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? The boy's going home," he already set it up for Elvis to kill the kid. Yeah. So Elvis, <clears throat> you know, he comes over with the piece, or whatever. They they walk up to the thing, and like I've already talked about the scene where you know Frankie was like, "Yo, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine." And then mm-hmm. they shoot this mother with an Uzi for some odd reason. Like, dude, all you needed was. You know what I'm saying? A 45 or a nine. Like, why, why you got a whole Uzi for one 15 year old kid? Because first and foremost, there there should be no confusion as to anything that they do at this point. We already know know. they don't like this. This whole movie just shows you that these niggas don't know what they're doing at all. Absolutely. All of this shit is on the fly. They are making this shit up as they go along. And all the rules of engagement are out the window. Yeah, and the reason why he Felt that he needed to kill him and not let the boy go home was because Johnny True Love called his lawyer and the lawyer said, he said, yo, what would happen if I knew somebody who kidnapped somebody? He was like, your life. Like, yeah. <laughs> can't kidnap people. So, yeah, also, yeah, call your lawyer and tell him yourself. Yeah, but he tried to act like it was a friend. And then he told his dad and he was like, yo, your son called me today and talk about what if I know somebody who kidnapped somebody. So his dad came over was like, yo, you need to, you know, get this kid home. He was like, yo, it's already over. I've already been <laughs> caught. Yo. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Because that is, that's comedy to me, first and foremost. The fact that you called the lawyer and the lawyer, <laughs> the lawyer called your dad and was like, hey, I think your son kidnapped somebody, my <laughs> And your dad goes and say, hey, man, I don't know what kind of bullshit you on. Take that motherfucker home, man. What are we doing? Bro? What, are, what are y'all doing right now? Exactly, man. So Elvis... well, imagine if he'd have called the cops. No, nah, but his dad definitely called the cops. No, I'm, about, drug dealer if, too. no I'm saying because he called the lawyer. I'm saying, like, imagine if he just called the cops, like, excuse me, I just got a question. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Get, like, that'd be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, where are you right now? Okay, just, let's let's talk about this in person. But that is that is hilarious. Come on down so, to the street. So, the person that's Elvis, um, yeah. his real name is Ryan Hoyt. At the time, yeah. he was 20 years old during the murder. Uh, he was charged with first-degree murder, and he was convicted November the 21st of 2001, and he was sentenced to death um, in December 9th of 2001. Mm-hmm. And um, the person that was Frankie, he was uh, Jesse Rugg. He was 20 years old at the time of the murder, which is kind of crazy because Frankie yeah, went and bought beer. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Frankie. Um, yeah. Frankie bought a beer. <laughs> like, how did he buy a beer? At oh no, it's it's uh, that's not that's not uncommon. So, um, so he was twenty years old at the time of the murder, and he was charged with aiding the kidnapping and murder of uh, Nicholas, and he was convicted on in two thousand and two of aggravated kidnapping for ransom extortion with special circumstances. Mm-hmm. But he was acquitted of murder, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, with the possibility of parole after seven years. He was denied a parole in 2006, but after serving 11 years, he was granted parole and he was released on October the 24th of 2013. Right. So, 
Um, so William Skidmore was. Let me see which one was he. Let me see, because you see, he was 20 years old at the time of the murder. He was charged with kidnapping and robbery in September 2002, and he was sentenced to nine years. So this was the uh the dude that was the Latino guy. Yeah. Because now, if if y'all know, if y'all seen the movie, he was the one. He was with him during the kidnapping. And then once they took him to the uh, one dude house and like they were chilling, he was like, yo, I got to go see my girl. He was like, oh, so you just now remember it. He was like, yeah, you know, she get mad if I don't fuck her. Like, that was hilarious. He's a smart guy. He's very smart. He was like, I am out of here. And he got the least amount of time. Because he he should. um, First first and foremost, He's the only non-white in this whole situation. Yeah, Yeah, like, I'm out of here. And, um, so he, uh, you know, on the plea bargain, he was released in April of 2009. And uh, Graham Presley, now he was the one, he was 17 years old. He was the dude that was standing out there with them. He mm-hmm. was the one that digged the hole. Yeah. Um, which he didn't dig too much, but <laughs> that was not a hole at all. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, but he was kind of thrown in this shit too because he didn't know what the fuck was going on? He didn't even know the kid. Like, he found out after, well, he was with Susan. So he found out kind of early. He had plenty mm-hmm. of opportunities to leave. But um, but he was 17 at the time of the murder. Um, he was the one that dug the grave. And uh, he was tried twice in July 2002. He was acquitted of kidnapping. And the jury was hung on the murder charge in October of 2002. And he was retried for uh, the murder charge, and he was convicted of second degree murder, and he was incarcerated in the California Youth uh, Facility until let me see, shortly, let me see, shortly before his 25th birthday, he was released. He okay. was released in 2007. So, when it comes to Johnny True Love, his real name was Jesse James Hollywood. Now, that's hilarious. That is very hilarious. First of all, that his name is Jesse James. <laughs> his last name is Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, that's and you know what? If you pay if you pay attention to the movie, I think that this was a little thing to him. They played mm-hmm. Eminem's song Say Goodbye to Hollywood. Yeah. And that's when and when they played that song, that's when he disappeared. Well, mm-hmm. was trying to disappear. And that was playing Say Goodbye to Hollywood. I thought that was a little homage to uh, what his real name is. Yeah. But he was 20 years old at the time. Um, let me see. He was later found, you know, he was the one who ordered the murder. And let me see. He immediately ran and he was uh, arrested in Brazil. And he was on the FBI's most wanted list for five years. And in 2009, he was convicted of kidnapping the first degree murder. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Right. And uh, um, <clears throat> the Marwiski family, they was awarded uh, $11.2 million in a civil lawsuit to the kidnappers. Mm. So, um, I, yeah, this is one of those situations where it's like when, you know, when someone get killed by the police and it's just like they do the whole thing and they give you money and it's like, I think that for this situation, the way that the mother was, yeah. I don't think she gave a damn about that eleven point two million. Like she, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, the way that they portrayed her, and then to know that she really did try to kill herself, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, it's great to have eleven point two million dollars, but then at the same time, like put it this way, like I, 
and and this is not me being judgment because like I don't know these people at all. Right. I'm just saying right. off the film. I'm pretty sure the father was like, "Yeah, this sucks. I hate that I lost my son. I could do a lot with 11.2 million." But the way they portrayed the mother, like, yeah, I, I think she was like, "Yeah, I'd rather have my son than to have this." No, one hundred percent. Yeah, you always rather have your kid. But I'm saying like hypothetically, let's just hypothetically. Shit changes when you get eleven million dollars. Yeah. You you could you could you could a lot of people could come out of depression for eleven million dollars. <laughs> I didn't need to learn. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You you can you can change some shit with eleven million dollars. Like your mood could instantly change. If a nigga gave you one million dollars right now, you could be mad at the world. If motherfucker came past like, hey man, you know what I'm saying, you look mad, here's one million dollars. You gonna change the shit up. I don't care. I don't care what situation is going on in that moment. You gonna change up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I see. I see what you're saying. You gonna at least and, smirk. But I mean, that's <clears throat> yo, that's a lot. That's a lot of money, yo. Yeah, bro. I'm just saying that that means some shit. And then it's just like I wonder, like, would the family even able to even pay that money? I mean, now Frankie's dad looked like he had a successful job. He had a nice ass crib. It seemed like his family probably had money, but I don't think Elvis family had any damn money. Well, the real guy, what was his real name? Um, uh, Ryan, Ryan Hoyt. I don't think his family had no money. He owed the reason why True Love had him fucking going around cleaning up dog shit and and um uh man had him cleaning the house. Because he owed him money, he was like, "Yo, when do you get paid?" He was like, "I get paid Friday." He was like, "Well, how much you getting paid?" He was like, "I don't know. It depends on how many hours I work." So it didn't seem like his family really had money, but it seemed like Frankie family had money. Obviously, uh, True Love's family had money because uh, I don't know if you're talking to me because you're on mute, but um, but I don't think I think that yeah, I'm not talking. I was like, I don't know if you on the phone or what, but um, no, I was, I was, I was saying, yeah, like when you was talking, I was going, yeah, but I didn't know I was on my phone. But yeah, I, I think that they was able to get a good bit of that money because I think two other people that was involved, they family had money, but mm-hmm. it's just like I think that, especially when it came to the seventeen year old kid mm-hmm. that you know dug the hole and all that shit, he could have definitely like. When when they showed the scene when they was at Frankie House, because this is another thing. So true love tell Frankie, yo, watch over the kid. Mm-hmm. So Frankie's like, yo, I gotta run and go do something. I need you to stay here and watch the kid. He's mm-hmm. like, What you mean watch the kid? He was like, watch him, make sure he don't go nowhere and no phones. He's like, fuck you mean like no phones? Like, like what's going on? Right. And he told him that they was holding him for ransom or whatever, whatnot. And then he told Susan. Susan, right off the rip, is like, yo, this is wrong. She was like, and she kind of overacted too. Like, it was just like, I don't mean overreaction. I mean yeah. overacted. Like, like the actress herself. It's like, yeah. yo, like, I was about to say the word, the S word. Okay, you can't say that no more. But yeah. she was freaking out. And, and, she, and she had a right to freak out. But like, yo, this is crazy and this is wrong. Like, and she told the kid, like, yo, you can leave if you want. You can go home right now. He was like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm chilling or whatever, whatnot. But even she could have told earlier, 
Cause she, well, she tried to tell her mom. I'm lying, my bad. She did try to tell her mom. Mom flipped out on her because she was like, "Yo, it's me and your dad anniversary, and I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, lick his balls." Get it in. Yeah, yeah. Telling me some and, shit. I don't, I'm not trying to hear right now. Yeah, yeah. So Susan actually tried, but like, if I'm <laughs> Yo, I that, just realized what you said, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit just registered. That's crazy. But this situation, it, it could have definitely turned out differently. Um, and but if I'm that kid though, mm-hmm. like that day when Frankie told me that right off the rip, yeah, I'd have been like, listen. Even though this the thing about true love, true love himself, the way they betrayed him, didn't seem mm-hmm. like a scary guy, right? But to have somebody like Elvis, it's you can easily be like, "Yo, come on, kid, like get in the yeah. car. I'm I'm taking you home." Right. But then you also got to think, like, "Yo, is this dude gonna send Elvis after me because I took him home?" You know what I mean? So it's it's easy to be like, "Yo, I would have took him home and this and stuff like that." But like, but hindsight being twenty twenty, I would have took those odds because now. Even though he ended up spending what, eight years in jail because yeah. uh, for 17, 25. So, but I mean, and then first of all, I wouldn't have dug no hole. You can kiss my ass. You can Man, I would, I'd have left them niggas a long time ago, bro. Once I would have left. Once we was at parties and this nigga's drinking and enjoying himself, this is no longer a kidnapping. And I think that's the way they looked at it because even Frankie was like, yo, like the kid is having a great time. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't fucking like. Dude, I honestly feel like I asked you this question earlier and and I never really answered it. But at the same time, like I feel the way you feel when I asked you if he would have told. I don't think I think that because they came (laughs) up with a good story. They was like, yo, you could definitely say you was with a girl. You know what I'm saying? You can prove it. Like, y'all want to take some DNA down here? Because I smashed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I smashed two chicks. Yeah. So, he could have... I, I honestly believe that if they would have really took him home, I think he would have held down the fort. Man, I don't if, think if that the they police... Would've, if they would have took him home, right, first and foremost, he'd have been like, yeah, I was out with my friends. Yeah. That's basically all he'd have said. Yeah, he would have told the police, like, listen, like, yeah, y'all come. I'm sorry that we wasted y'all time. He was like, I just had to get away from my parents for a while. I wanted to yep. blow some steam. You know, I, you know, hung out with some friends. Yep. And I mean, when you're 15, you're going to be quick to tell them, you know what I'm saying? I got it in. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? This nigga had the time of his life at 15 years old. Everything would have been cool. They didn't have to kill him. They could have just yeah. r- really for real. They could have took this nigga to a gas station, like, yo, we about to go get some burritos. And he could have went in there and they could have just left him. Yeah. And, and let him find just, his way home. Yeah, he could have just walked home. Yeah. And just be like, look, look, I just had to because then she told the cops, like, yo, we got into an argument because mm-hmm. he was out with his brother and he got high and he got drunk. Yeah. So he had the perfect alibi. Like me and moms, we just got into an argument. Yep. I left. I went to hang out with some friends for a couple of days. And then I, I came back. And if they would have been like, yo, there's a kidnapping going on because your brother owes a drug dealer money, and be like, look, exactly. I don't know nothing about that. 
That's it. I ain't, I ain't know anything about my brother, any drug dealers or anything. I don't know nothing about that. Like, yep. all I know is <clears throat> me and my parents, we got into it. And I'm like, yo, they're getting on my nerves, so I'm leaving. I spent I spent a night with some friends a couple of nights, and I just came back home. Because they wouldn't mm-hmm. have gave him, because he's not, he's in this situation, quote unquote, the victim. So they wouldn't have gave him a lot of detective tests or anything like that. They would have just told the parents, like, hey, you know, next time, you know. Just yeah, I don't think give them- they probably would have, if anything, they probably would have questioned him and then let him go. Yeah, and I don't even think it would have been like, an interrogation. It would just would have been yeah. like, like okay, so you you know you and your parents had a fight and you mm-hmm. went and hang out with some friends. Next time, call your parents and tell them that exactly. you're good. It that's all it would have been. That's all it would have been. Now Jake wouldn't have let it go. <laughs> Jake, Jake, because Johnny called him and was like, you know why? He was like, yo, he said. He said, no matter where you go, I'm going to find you. I tell you what they should have did, right? And this is just this is just my weird twisted brain. What they should have did was they should have called them and said, yo, we holding this nigga for ransom. But then they should have let him call back a day later like, hey, mom, I'm just out with my friends. And they should have kept doing that. They'd have got their money. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying there. Can you imagine a nigga? Can you imagine a nigga kidnapping one of your people, right? And he mm-hmm. keep calling you like, "Yo, if you don't give us the money, you'll never see him again." But then he keep calling you like, "Nah, everything good." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you'd be so fucking confused. You'd be like, "Hold on, wait a minute. Some I don't I don't know what is going on, but to leave me the fuck alone, take this money." Man, that's crazy. But to but to you know to close it out, man. But to really think like, yo, twelve hundred dollars, like that's it. That's all it was. This kid now you he had time of his easily, life, but you could have easily found an easier way to get twelve hundred dollars. Exactly. Yeah. But I, sure. I think it was I think it was more of a respect thing because of how how you know what I'm saying Jake tried to kill him and then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying robbed his house and took a shit in his carpet. He was just like, yo, like I gotta, yeah. I gotta do something. But I'm really feeling for. I mean, I feel for the other dudes, but at the same time, you could have easily got out of it because, like I said, Johnny was a straight up bitch. Like there was no way you're gonna like you're the guy and you bossing me around. Like, mm-hmm. nah. but, but at the same time, like, dude, we just chilling, and now all of a sudden we kidnappers. Like, so listen, I got a question for you, right? Let's get petty real quick. What's okay. the pettiest thing you could think of outside of like? I mean, you get it. Got to be kind of criminalish, I guess. But like, what's the pettiest thing you could think of to get your money back? Outside of kidnapping, no kidnapping oh. like that. Just just something you could do that that you would think would be like, oh yeah, if I keep doing this, this nigga definitely gonna give me my money back. Uh. Shit, man. I don't know. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, they went, but they went to his house and vandalized his fucking window. But that's mm-hmm. all they fucking did. I mean, steal their car. But then, even stealing their car, how they gonna drive around and get your money? So it's kind of like 
They kind of need a way to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can steal that car and, yeah, and yeah, take sure. it to the chop shop. Yeah. I mean, or something. Um, I mean, really, something like that. I mean, to go straight to kidnapping is crazy. Is 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 wild. And I then, tell you what I do. This okay. is what I would have did. I would have just spray painted the driver's side windshield. <laughs> every every time you clean it off, I'd come back and re-spray paint it. stupid. But I would I wouldn't do it in the obvious. I wouldn't do it like in obvious situations. I'll wait till like like if you go to a bar, I wait till you go to the bar. While you in the bar, I go spray paint that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I'll wait till you in like certain situations where I know you need to be able to see the drive. Shit like that. That's the type of shit I'll be on. Like, yo, you you got hey. okay, don't worry about it. You have to drive that shit like Ace Ventura. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, cause to me, bro, that's the that's the or like I spray paint your side mirrors. Now what you gonna do? How you gonna back up? See, how you gonna change lanes? Exactly. You feel me? Like that's the type to me, man, that's the type of shit. Like that's what that's what real true criminals have to start doing. You gotta start getting creative. Cause like it ain't a, is it illegal to spray well that is vandalism, I guess. So yeah, that would be a crime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, you I'm a, get a vandalism a vandalism charge, then they get a kidnapping charge. One hundred but I mean first you gotta catch me though. Like it's hard to catch a vandal somebody that's doing some yeah. vandalism. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you gotta look at it this way because this was it was what two thousand something two thousand. Hold on, was, I'm definitely spray painting your windshield. It, it was two thousand. Oh yeah, August, I'm spray August painting 19, the fuck out somebody. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't that many cameras around. Yeah, like, yeah, like two thousand was a different time. Yeah, I'm not kidnapping no fuck that kidnapping shit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm just gonna spray paint the shit out of your car every time. You gonna spend more money than just giving me my money back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, but yeah, man, we are ready for the flames. Let's do this, man. Let's do this. Yoga fire, yoga flame. Yo, this uh, delay is crazy. Um, <clears throat> all right, so, um, Watching this, man, the cast, even though it's not, like, the main cast, you know what I'm saying, with a bunch of stars, there were some stars in this cast. Oh, yeah. They got Bruce Willis. They got Sharon Stone, two, you know what I'm saying, two legends in the game already. Um, They got, you know what I'm saying, the famous Justin Timberlake in his joint. So I'm sure that they spent a pretty penny as far as casting. Um, It was a dope movie, though, just to be able to, you know, see – how something like that can go terribly wrong and how when you don't know what you're doing for real, especially with something like this, how fucking the snowball effect of this shit can get super, super crazy. I enjoyed the movie. Um, it was a it was a few points in there where you got a good chuckle out of it, which I always appreciate, especially with a movie as serious as this. Um, I'm going... I'm going three and a half. Cool. I ain't mad at it. Damn, this thing was released a day after my birthday in 2007. That's cool. Um, but, 
you know, I'm with you, Fight. First and foremost, man, like the, the, the cast was crazy. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of these people wasn't who they was yet, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, obviously Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and Sharon Stone, but some of these people got bigger later. Like, um, like my one dude that was in the faculty, yeah, like he ended up blowing up, um, Olivia Wilde. Like, even now, she's more, she's becoming more of a producer and director yeah. now. Um, but like her name is big in the game. Ben Foster is, is killing it. So the cast was crazy. Um, I, I thought that the movie was good. Like I said earlier, the execution wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, you you get a, a good bit of chuckles in there um, because there are some funny parts um, without um, throughout the movie. Yeah. But uh, man, we right on point <laughs> though. Man, I, I'm giving it a, a three point five. But because mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why I even brought this movie up because I wanted to have a conversation that we had, but then also do something that's a true story and give you all the facts of what really happened to these people because I think that that part can be missing. It's yeah. the fact that like you you entertained by a movie, but you got to realize like this is based on a true story. This is a true kidnapping where a kid by the account. And another reason I wanted to do this is because like so many witnesses, so I feel like a lot of this shit that's being told is like. I'm pretty sure it's pretty accurate. I, I know they probably yeah. doctored some shit for the movie, but you know, but then just to think about like being like just think about if you the two girls that you know what I'm saying, let them smash, and then it's like, damn, I just smashed that dude and they killed him the same day. Like I'm sure, <laughs> like I'm, that's, I'm sure they didn't remember that nigga. Fuck out of here. They remember. Bro, you randomly just smashed this dude, bro. They, I'm sure that was like... And then the next uh, day he's in the paper? Yeah, but I'm saying that's like a reoccurring thing for them. Well... I mean, I'm no, I know, of course, they remember. I'm saying just like... it, it They didn't feel it. I don't think they felt the type of way about it. If you just randomly out here smashing niggas was just... <laughs> that was kidnapping. You know <laughs> yeah, he was kidnapping. Like, come on, bro. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. That's why. But yeah. uh yeah, man, but we on the same page, man. Give it a three point five. For sure, for sure. All right, man. Let's get into the coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, so um this next episode, man, we got a great one for y'all. This is actually one of my favorites personally. Um when you talk about an all-star cast, when you talk about um, putting people on, when you talk about bringing together a collective, you know what I'm saying? We we mentioned it, um, a f- I don't know how many episodes back, but we've talked about it before with, you know, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, you know, uh, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, when they all came together and start putting out all of these movies with each other. This is, you know what I'm saying? This was ahead of its time for sure. Um, you know, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and all them, they've been doing this forever. So this was kind of like the beginning stages of that. Uh, we're talking about Harlem Nights. <clears throat> oh, man. One of the funniest movies of all time. Um, one of my uh, top 10 comedies. I, I can't wait to do this one, bro. I really can't wait to do this one. This one, you talk about quotables. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I probably I probably quote this movie 
and coming to America more than I quote any other movie. Yo, Harlem Nights is like one of the all-time movies, man. Like this yeah. is gonna be so fun doing this one. But we always yeah. have a lot of fun doing the comedies. Mm-hmm. So um the casting shit is crazy though. Man, okay, we, we can't do because we're gonna no, I'm not yeah, I'm not going night. down. I'm just saying, like the just the just the cast in this joint is, is wild because it's like when you think about everybody that's been in this movie and then you see their careers go from there on, yo, like this was this was great. It's some when I say some legends in this movie, it's some legends in this movie. Man, I mean absolute legends. And and this ain't just us throwing the word. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to this podcast and I've seen it. So y'all know this is ain't just yeah. us calling somebody that's a borderline yeah, nah, no, these like, are it's legendary it's people. And, and, and like you said, for, yeah. for them to be able to put this together, like mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, like at this time, Eddie was you know what I'm saying? Because what Harlem Knights came out with like 90? 89, 80, I believe. 89. So um, he's already did Beverly Hills Cop. Hold on, let me make no, sure. No, 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 no. He done um um the one with Nick Nolte. Uh 48 hours. 48 yeah. hours is done. Yeah, it came out in 89. Yeah, so uh so Eddie and then his success off of uh Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So like raw they, and delirious. They, yeah, raw and delirious. He was so already they, a rock star at this point. Yeah, like they knew, like all right, like we know that this is a, a great decision to do for our career yeah. at this time. And what I really, what I really love about it though, it's a passing of the torch for real. Because we forget, you know, what I'm saying Richard Pryor was, you know, what I'm saying was the man as well. So this yeah. was this was like Richard Pryor saying, "Hey, you know, what I'm saying you up next, kid." Yeah, and 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 look, I was I was off the cuff, and I was right. So forty eight hours in eighty two, trading places in eighty three, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop in eighty four, Golden Child in eighty six, Beverly Hills Cop two in eighty seven, Coming to America in eighty eight. So they knew, like, yeah, this is like you said, the passing of the torch. Like we know this guy. Yeah. Like yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was easy to make that phone call to to. Richard Pryor, Red Fox, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, Man, bro, Red Fox, bro. Listen, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That was a, that was an easy phone call. That's my that second point, all-time Eddie. favorite comedian, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun doing this movie, man. Definitely. Yeah. Yo, if y'all ain't never real quick though, if y'all ain't never ever heard Red Fox do stand up, go on your Spotify's, go on your Apples, go on your whatever streaming service you got, your YouTube's, whatever. Just go listen to that nigga do stand up, bro. Like one of the greats for sure. I get killed for people. I mean, I get killed by people when they find out who my actual uh, number one is, though. But um, man, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get killed. Episode, I already know. <laughs> oh, I already know. I'm going to get murdered, bro. Oh my god, that's funny. This is crazy, bro. I don't know if I want to. No, nah, I'm fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. Y'all don't. Y'all don't hate me after this. Just know that he's very unsavory. Um, 
so yeah man listen thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for uh listening greatly appreciate it uh next episode if you are on spotify and listening to this you will be able to see video we are going to uh start posting up the videos so um we're working behind the scenes to get that ready so you know what I'm saying just keep an eye out if you want to you know what I'm saying watch that thing you can definitely watch it so it'll be on Spotify uh, available for you to watch um and then eventually we'll get it out to other places but until then man you know what I'm saying you can always listen to us of course and uh you know we're going to do what we do like we always do but if you guys like this if you guys hated this if you guys want to chime in or if you just want to give us a suggestion you can always let us know on our social pages. We're on Instagram and Twitter at View Anon Pie. It's all one word. Um, make sure you follow us as well. And then you can uh, find us on the Facebook group, VA Pie Watch Group. Make sure you um, check us out on there too. Uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. You can leave all your suggestions and everything else. You could, you know, talk about the episode or whatever. It's all there for you to do, for you to uh, be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Viewers Anonymous. And then um, if you are just not listening to this podcast as well, because I haven't said this in a long time, make sure you subscribe, make sure you rate the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave us a comment on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on. That does a lot of help for us as well. Um, and then as far as me, man, you can find, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Uh, I have a link tree in the bio. You can go ahead and hit that link tree. You can find me everywhere else. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And <clears throat> y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. At 28 Minutes or Less Pod, that is just on IG. Um, go follow the podcast on all major platforms, the 28 Minutes or Less Podcast. I dropped one. Uh, episode 96 just came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a great hip-hop collabs. Yeah. Um, I got the idea from a podcast. Uh, I think you might have some issues with some of the stuff because I think I might have forgot some things that you're gonna I'm be definitely, like, yeah, like. I'm definitely listening to this one because the the uh, the cover art that you use, the artwork that you oh. use, crazy. Oh, man. I like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Crazy, bro. <laughs> I yeah. seen that. I seen the IG. I looked. I was like, oh shit. I like Yo, that. Bro. That was some that was of the great, collabs they great, put together. Great artwork, oh, man. Bro. Yeah, so uh yeah, so go check that out, man. Just some of my opinions on uh some of the uh uh some of the uh damn uh, best uh, hip hop collabs, yeah. man, that came out. So I wish I could have been able if, if it wasn't the whole music thing, mm-hmm. I wish I could have, you know, played like some you know some snippets. Yeah, yeah. But it's that just like fire. yeah, but you know, they real protective over this music thing, which they should be because yeah. a lot of people are getting fucked out here. But uh, so go check that out, man. Let me know what y'all think, man. It's on all major platforms. One hundred percent. And I gotta give you credit, bro, because you you got a great. Um, which to me, this is probably one of the most underrated things in podcasting, though. But you got you you make some great cover art, man. Oh man, appreciate that, man. <laughs> that I, is <laughs> yeah, that is that's you. That's a very underrated skill that you have, bro. And I don't think I don't think a lot of people get like the credit because. To me, that's one of the things that like pulls people in the podcast sometimes, especially if they haven't like heard it and they just straight going off the audio audio experience, like you know what I'm saying, like how we do. Mm-hmm. That's that's very, very uh underrated in this uh 
industry. Man, appreciate that, man. I had uh uh Tyrone that I had on the podcast. Like he said, that's one of the things that he liked was like the, the cover art stuff that I be using. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, look, I think about it, man. Like I, I, you know, like even even doing it because even on the pod, like you're here, like them, like there's a couple of collabs that they did together that are like that are timeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it's only right to take like these people and to put them like for them to be on the front front of like this is what you need to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. So I appreciate that, man. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, so yeah, man, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Your support is greatly appreciated. Uh, we will see you on the next episode. But until then, um, make sure you listening in, make sure you go to the back catalog, all that good stuff. We got a lot of episodes out there for you to listen to, so make sure you know what I'm saying you catch up if you uh missed a few or if you just want to go back and re-listen to some of your favorites feel free to always do that it's always there for you and until then man um like they say in hollywood that's a wrap cut <laughs>